0: Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Wednesday, November 21st, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today we'll be looking at why the S&P 500 lost all its gains for the year, U.S. President Donald Trump's defense of Saudi Arabia, and more fallout from Danske Bank's 200 billion euro scandal. Then we'll take a look at the future of a huge global car alliance now that its chairman has been arrested. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Hi,
1: I'm Robin Wigglesworth. I'm the US Markets Editor at the Financial Times. It was another bad, bad, bad day for Wall Street. The biggest cause was the ongoing reverberations coming out from the tech wreck. Tech stocks have been falling for quite some time and that has just started feeding on itself and causing a global sell-off that spread around the world. The worst performing sector, however, were energy stocks as oil prices are also free-falling. Brent Oil and WTI, which are the two main oil benchmarks, both fell by over 6%. That sent energy stocks on Wall Street tumbling. That sent the S&P 500 down by 1.8%, the NASDAQ down by 1.7%, and the Dow down by 2.2%. That means that the S&P has now lost all its gains for the year once more. The Dow Jones is down 1% this year and the Nasdaq is only barely, barely hanging on to some of its gains. The five big fang stocks that have led the market rally since the financial crisis really have now lost over a trillion dollars of market capitalization since their peaks earlier this year.
0: U.S. President Donald Trump issued a fresh statement on Tuesday night about the killing of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. Covered the White House for 10 years. I've never seen anything like this. A remarkable statement that starts with the headline, America First, and an exclamation point.
2: It goes King
0: on. Salman and Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman vigorously deny any knowledge of the planning or execution of the murder of Mr. Khashoggi.
2: That he will not be taking strong action against Saudi Arabia. That is, despite the fact that his own intelligence agency, according to sources, has concluded that the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman ordered this murder. Uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, if we broke with them, I think your oil prices would go through
3: the roof. I've kept them down. They've helped me keep them down. Right now we have low oil prices or relatively. I'd like to see it go down even lower. lower.
0: The statement appeared to have an immediate effect in the oil market. It prompted a new leg down in the oil price, which was already under pressure. The price of crude fell 7.6%. And an international coalition of law firms is suing Danske Bank, the largest bank in Denmark. They're arguing that investors lost billions of dollars from the fallout of Danske Bank's money laundering scandal. Danske is facing criminal investigations in the US, Denmark, and Estonia. That's after revelations that 200 billion euros from Russia and other ex-Soviet states passed through its Estonian branch for nine years. The bank conceded that a large part of that is probably suspicious transactions. This lawsuit is the most serious civil case for damages so far against Danska, and shares in the bank have fallen by almost 50% this year because of the scandal. And here's something you might want to know more about. On Monday, Carlos Ghosn was arrested in Tokyo for failing to disclose his full income on financial documents over five years. Goan was the head of a huge global alliance in carmakers. He was the chairman of Nissan, Renault, and Mitsubishi. He fostered the alliance over two decades, and the FT has revealed that he was planning a Nissan-Renault merger before he was arrested. It was a deal that the Japanese carmakers board opposed and was looking for ways to block. Now, the future of the partnership is in doubt. The FT's company's editor, Tom Braithwaite, spoke with Lex writer Vanessa Holder and FT Global Motor Industry correspondent Peter Campbell about the fate of the three companies.
3: Vanessa, how will this extraordinary incident affect the alliance between Nissan, Renault and Mitsubishi?
2: Toyota's chief executive insisted the partnership between the three businesses would not be affected. But a lot of investors think it will put the alliance under a lot more strain. Mr. Ghosn was this huge figure. For nearly two decades, he was the glue that held this alliance together. He forged the structure, his charisma, all that globetrotting, all helped keep it together. However, there have been questions about the alliance for a long time. Nissen's current chief executive vocally opposes the idea of a merger and succession planning, what happens after Mr. Ghosn, has been an issue for a time as well. Even so, most industry analysts think the pressures in the car industry are so great that the alliance is likely to hold together.
3: So there's opposition to a merger, continuation perhaps the most likely. Why has it been seen as a success?
2: Well, the tie-up has enabled cost savings and big progress in developing electric vehicles. And it's allowed the companies to increase their global footprint and get economies of scale. And also being
3: enormous and having global heft and reach is a huge advantage in the industry, particularly at the moment where many of the key markets are under pressure. Sales are falling in the US, uh, Europe is looking quite soft, and, and sales in China, which has been a profit driver for the whole industry, uh, are coming down. And so the fact that you know Renault, which is strong in Europe and emerging markets, and Nissan, which is strong in Asia and the US, are able to kind of balance against each other has certainly given the company a lot of help in the way it can weather the very cyclical industry, and also with the investments it needs to make. You know, Goen, when he talked about the Alliance's midterm plan, which runs to 2022, he said the companies would not be able to invest in all of the technologies they need to, be it electric, driverless, looking at new business models, unless they worked together and they were as large as they were. If Renault and Nissan were to separate, they'd find life as small, five million a year car companies to be really quite difficult. Is there another figurehead who can hold this all together or will it continue without the sort of force of personality that Mr. Gown embodied? It's incredibly difficult to see someone stepping into that role in the way that Ghosn has. His travel schedule is relentless and brutal, even by nomadic auto-executive standards. But he also has this sort of cultural dexterity that allows him to work in a very Japanese organisation and a very French organisation, and all of their global operations at the same time. And the way that he's historically run the alliance has never been to foster a strong deputy. If you look at any of the senior executives within Renault or and none of them are in a position where they could take over directly from Mr. Gone in the central global role. Anyone who was ever within the business and, and showed a degree of promise in that, uh, they've all left and they now run other car companies.
0: You can listen to the full conversation on our News in Focus podcast. You can find that in your favorite podcast app. And you can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today we'll be following Prime Minister Theresa May as she heads to Brussels. The EU and UK are expected to try to hammer out a final Brexit package. This has been your daily FT News briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news.
2: Hi, this is Matt and Sean from two black guys with good credit. From a local business to a global corporation.